Hi Hope Church, hope you're doing well. I'm reading this book at the moment. It's called Letters to the Church. It's by Fran Francis or Francis Chan, however you want to say his name. And I am reading it, but it is taking me a long time because it is so challenging. It's very profound. It's, it's an easy read. Um, no difficult words but it's really got me thinking and I just wanted to read a little bit for you today if you want a new book to read if you're bored I recommend that you buy it or I might lend it to you although it's Ben's book but anyway so I'm just gonna read you a little bit of it and then we'll pray together there is no greater honour on earth than to be part of God's church. When was the last time you were awestruck by the fact that you are part of Christ's body? Have you ever marvelled at this privilege? In Ephesians 5, 29-30 it says, For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church because we are members of his body. One of my favourite scenes in scripture is the dedication of the temple in Second Chronicles 7. I wish I could have been there to see it. Imagine being alive in that moment. It says, As soon as Solomon finished his prayer, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple and the priests could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled the Lord's house. When all the people of Israel saw the fire come down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed down with their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord saying, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. That was Second Chronicles 7, 1-4. Can you imagine fire come down from heaven? What is God's glory like? I imagine my heart pounding. I picture myself struggling to breathe and keep from fainting. Then there's the thrill of worshipping with other believers in the middle of it all. The temple was a place where heaven intersected with earth. A glimpse of his glory was made visible to human eyes. The New Testament describes something even greater. The fact that I covet the Old Testament experience is an indication that I do not appreciate the new reality as I should. Ephesians 2, 19-22 says, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household with God built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. I would give anything to stand outside the temple and watch God's glory descend, but I get something so much better. I am literally part of the temple itself. Somehow, by the blood of Jesus, I became worthy of joining with others to form a dwelling place 
for God. Peter described us as living stones. And that's in 1 Peter 2 to 5. You are a stone in the same structure in which the apostles and prophets are the foundation and Jesus himself is the cornerstone. When Paul talked about this concept, he used the plural form of you and the singular form of temple. We are all joined together to form one house for God. Somehow I am a block of a temple that transcends time and space. And because the structure is a temple, this means that God makes his home among us. You should be bursting out of your skin at this point. Don't try to solve the mystery, just stare at it. When Paul explained the mystery to the Corinthians, he added a terrifying warning. And this is 1 Corinthians three sixteen to 17. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys, destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Now, this is really important here. Think back to the scene in 2 Chronicles 7 of the fire coming down. When the fire came down and God's glory filled the temple, would you have considered taking a sledgehammer and striking the temple? Of course not. Then why are we so quick to gossip, slander, leadership and divide the church? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. Why is God so harsh about this? Paul explained that God's temple is sacred and we collectively are that temple. Every time you speak evil about a member of the church, it's like taking a sledgehammer to the temple. Are you sure you want to keep doing that? Let's be careful with our words and actions. We are dealing with something sacred. Let's stay on the right side of God's protection. Maybe this is why Paul said in Titus 3.10, as for a person who stirs up division, after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. We can't be enablers of division. God hates this sin so much. His temple is too sacred. We live in a culture today where we are used to evaluating and giving our opinion on everything. Whether it's the pizza we ate, the Uber driver, the movie we saw, our friend's photo on social media, everything is set up for us to be able to critique and compare. So in the church, rather than marvelling at this incredible mystery that we are a part of God's body, we critique the leadership, the music, the programmes and anything else we can think of. We point out the flaws in our pastor's sermon with the same conviction we critique a movie star acting or our favourite team's recent loss. Could it be that we are taking a sledgehammer to the temple in doing so? Remember that the temple was the location where God chose to live on earth and now the church is that temple. We are that temple. Amen. Let's just pray now. God, we come to you in repentance and we say 
And I say, God, I'm sorry for the times that I have cheapened this amazing, precious. Lord, you died for your church. You died for us. And Lord, it's the church that you want to use. You want to live in in us. We are your temple, God. So I pray that we would honour your church. We would honour our brothers and sisters. We would honour our leaders, Lord Jesus. And that we would view it as sacred, not something just to comment on, to slander on, but something sacred, Lord, initiated by you, a place that you live in, Lord. So, God, just help us to to be your church, to be like you. And God, help us to read your word so that we can know what we are supposed to look like, so that we can model ourselves on something forgive us for the times lord that we have we have tried to make church something that we want it to be god may it be based on on what you want lord amen amen read the book <laughs>